You ain't got to do no, nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at it, too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Did. Got through my first day without him, right? Mm -hmm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Die with him! I ain't need him then, and I don't need him now. Will. Will. Now, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm going to get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. My kids. My kids. My kids. to another episode of the study hall i am the one and only shot speaking oh you changed your name it's martian what's good y'all what's good man it's Meech, man i don't know who this nigga shot is <laughs> oh no what the thing is who, who this nigga is that's a fuckboy name but go oh, yeah on the day i like how y'all waited till we started recording but no, man, it's good to see this you. Yourself, nigga. What are you? <laughs> Touche. I give you that. I walk. I walk right into that one. But um, what's going on, fellas? Man, how y'all feeling? What's going on? What's new with you? What's checking in? Man, everything is good. Uh, for the time being, I say. Um, if I had to give my scale of one to ten, emotionally, I'm at a seven today because. I've done the things that I needed to do to make sure that my emotions was good. Um, I also cussed the bitch out with my windows up only because it was raining. So that made made the day just a little bit better. Um, I will say, yeah, spiritually, overall, I'm at a 10, but I'm sleeping at a 9.5 because why the fuck is it the middle of spring in June? in Atlanta right now. I don't get that. Like, why is it 65 degrees outside and raining? I don't, I will never, the world may never know. Um, and then physically, I'm at a 10 right now with the exception of my muscles hurting. And that is only because, again, my trainer is beating every inch of my ass right now in the goddamn gym. And I promise y'all, I'm going to square up with this nigga at some point in time. Because he got me fucked up doing these damn workouts. Uh, I'm sorry. But I can't you said even... he what? He's beating every inch of my ass. Oh, no, he ain't oh, fucking me. Oh, he gone, oh, he sorry. I didn't... Bro, I dead ass did not hear... No, <laughs> I didn't hear the like first part game. correctly. Bro, Well, we're not going to do y'all. God. Let, let the record show that Meech's is... is, is he is right, bro. in alignment for whatever reason to make my life a living hell. I don't know what the fuck is going on in his world, but that man is con his, his conviction, his ministry 
is to annoy the shit out of me for some reason. I don't know what it is, but here I we are. I apologize. I apologize, dog. Shout out. You're not going to shout your train out? Maybe some people might want to, you know, look him oh, yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, So if you in the Atlanta area, uh, so I go to Crunch Fitness. Um, and first of all, Crunch Fitness from where I stay is literally on the other side of the city, like literally the other side of the city. Oh, uh, but I go out there because I enjoy the gym. It's got a variety of things um, as far as like what I need to work out because I'm on a unofficial uh, track of becoming a bodybuilder. I don't know if I told Diggers that, but here we are. Um, and so I end up getting a trainer just because I'm like, I need to f- learn how am I doing what I'm doing correctly? Because, excuse me, you can see a big difference between when you are you know, just going in there and just doing whatever versus you actually doing shit with the intention of doing it properly. So um, I signed up, got a trainer with them when I signed up to go use the gym. And my trainer's name is Miles McKinnon. Um, he's out of, I think he said he's from Alabama, uh, somewhere in Alabama, like not far from Auburn. Um, but um, he's out at Crunch Fitness in the perimeter area. Um, so if you are in that area, you in the A, definitely go check their man out because Getting me together. Again, be ready to fight this nigga every time I see him, but getting me together, so I guess I can't complain. So but yeah, that's my check-in. That's that's yeah, more more on my check-in later in the cries of outrage. We ain't got there yet, but we're getting there. So good. Your brother. Meet. Yo, um, I'm gonna say overall, I'm at like a I'm at a nine still, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not really at a 10 yet because I, I guess the, you know, the anxiousness of like, you know, I know I probably mentioned this in the last episode, but, you know, had an interview coming up uh, at this point, went to the interview, still just waiting on a word back to see what it's going to be. And uh, that's that's the only anxious, anxiousness about it. I don't feel bad or good in a way either way or the other about it, but you know what I mean? What's going to happen is going to happen. So, uh, it's already written, um, as my grandmother used to say. Uh, but yeah, I'm at, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a nine, man, you know, fam doing good, you know, got both of the boys out the house, uh, you know, um, still got my baby girl. She chilling, cooling on it. So, you know, everything's good, man. Everything's copacetic for now, you know? So, I'm just enjoying it and basking in that. Man, of that, bro. I ain't mad at you. Well, you know, uh, I probably myself an eight. Yeah, yeah, probably eight, eight and a half uh, overall. Um, body literally back just started hurting as soon as I sat down. Lower back. Mm, where interesting. Interesting. Um, so outside of that you know physically i felt good so that just kicked in but um spiritually and mentally um it's been a lot you know working uh coaching kind of not uh giving myself a lot on my plate but at the same time it is um i have a responsibility and i'm uh up to the task so that's been having me uh doing a lot these past couple of weeks but you know all in the blessing, man. Family healthy, everyone alive, breathing, able, in a uh, stable mind state. So I can't complain, man. I can't complain. I got a question for you real quick off of that. What's up? For you, Dre. Would you feel like, would you be 
would you rather be busy? Like, cause I know you mentioned you're busy. Like, would you rather be busy? Like with all these things going on and you feel like, I don't know, every moment or every hour you feel like you got somewhere to be and something to do versus if you was just kind of like, didn't have really anything. How do you feel? You feel like you would prefer a busy mind or more like just like not an idle mind, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think in general, I would, um, I would say busy just because when I'm, when I'm busy and when I'm tasked with something and I have something to do, I feel more productive and feel like, um, I'm achieving or accomplishing something. Um, however, I think, especially, you know, in summertime when you work most of the majority of the year, um, it would be beneficial to kind of have a time period to be idle and not necessarily have to do something. Um, every year I say, I'm a chill, I'm gonna take a break. I'm relaxed. And it seems like every year I do the exact opposite. So, um, I definitely say it, it is sometimes where it'd be beneficial to have nothing on your mind. But right now, man, Hey, I love being busy. Feel like, feel like, word. See, I'm in the same vein, but kind of not really because I know when I need to sit my black ass down and I need to get somewhere and sit my black ass down. But I actually would be would prefer to be busy, like because at least that means I'm doing something productive, even though rest is productive. Um, and I believe that there's a, a a time and a place, there's a season for everything, right? And but for me, I also need to stay busy so that way my mind can have something to do. Because um, what's the saying? The idle mind is a devil's playground type situation. Like if I'm not my hands ain't consistently doing something or I'm not focused in on something or focused in on three different things like recording this podcast, you know, scrolling through Instagram and I don't know the TV is playing. I don't know. Like it, 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 that, that, I guess it's a dopamine type thing for me, but like that, that is really, really necessary in order for me to like thrive at this point. So if you look, I, I feel you, if, if, if you, you out here trying to keep the work and do the work, trust me, we see each other on that, man. That's <laughs> hundred, man. Uh, um, I heard you talk about baby girl earlier. How was uh Father's Day, meet? Nah, it was cool, bro. I'm I'm one of them dads, bro. Like, I don't even say one of them dads. I feel like I'm in a majority when it comes to this. Like, peace and quiet. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, just I don't know. As a dad, active dad. You don't really get those times, you know, your, 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 and I even say parents, I'm gonna keep it a bean. Um, you just, your car becomes your, your, your safe haven, your rest place, right? Like if you, if any parents know like me, if your child already home, when you get there, you're going to sit in the car for a little bit. You're going to sit, you sit in the car for a little bit. Oh, you might that. smoke the last of your last. If you got it, you might. You know, take your little break. You might put on your little, you know, your songs, your vibe out song, whatever. Because you know, once you once you crack that seal and you go in that house, it's a whole different ball game. You gotta, and sometimes you, because I practice, I try not to take work in to the house. As far as if somebody didn't piss me off at work, you know, you need that time to also digress from that. But anyways, it was cool, bro. Like if. I always tell the kids if they're gonna give me some, I just want to know it's the thought that count. My daughter made me this nice little beautiful card at her nursery and stuff. Oh. And all that. So 
And I'm bad with I keep that shit. I don't know what it is. My girl, she'd be like, that shit got about a set, maybe a five year expiration date. I don't know. But like me, I'm bad with that shit, bro. I'm really, really bad with that shit. Like I still got all the stuff my boys gave me when they was like in goddamn kindergarten and shit. I don't know. I'm really bad with that. But um, nah, it was good, bro. It was good, man. Peace, relaxation. I got to talk to my dad a little bit, you know, talk to my brother because he's a dad and shit like that. And you know what I'm saying? Got some good well wishes from, you know, the people I care about, people I love. And so it was cool. How about you, man? Um, man, it, it was dope. It was dope. Um, went out uh for breakfast, and apparently, I don't know, that's like the Father's Day thing, but like tried several different spots and they were they were all booming. I'm talking about Sunday morning, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., everything. Waffle House. Go to Corral, little local spots, like every spot was booming, you know. So um eventually ended up finding somewhere with me, my mom, and uh, my daughter. And like you said, it was it was chill. Um woke up to some cards, um, we ate, got back to the crib, took a nice nap. I just always gonna do always always gonna do what it's supposed to do. Um oh my soul, it will. Yeah, yeah. I think after that, um the moms, I think my moms might have um Taking my daughter somewhere. I think they went to the movies or something. So I had a couple of hours, you know, to myself. Um, like you said, it, it's it's the little things. It's it's uh the quiet, the tranquility that make make the day count. So you know, and I appreciate it. Oh yes, somebody uh took me out for drinks. Um, yeah, you know, I'm hey, Father's Day is starting to sneak up and, and be one of my favorite holidays. Um, I had a, I had a disdain for it at first because. I feel like we was getting the love, but the older I get, maybe because I'm seeing more fathers or maybe the perception around it has finally changed, but I'm seeing more fathers be celebrated and I and I can rock with it. Um okay. no, some some people didn't have a good father's day. Uh I don't know if yeah. <laughs> wait, before yeah. we move on, you never said how how you was. What what's your updates? Oh um, yo mentally, physically, how you feeling? Oh, we know mentally. I like I said, I'm 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 Gucci. Uh, despite the aspect of feeling like uh being busy a lot and always having something going on, I think things are on the up and up as far as um career wise, socially. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Um, yeah, spiritually, just feel like um, right now, if I have a fatigue, it's a productive fatigue because it's because um putting in the work now because I feel like in the future, especially in the near future, um, it'll pay off and these things will work out. Righteous. Who didn't have a good Father's Day, though? You said what? Who didn't have a good Father's Day, though? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Where where, where is Um, going with this? I don't know. Did y'all see or hear about Russell Simmons and... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I did. I, I, okay, I know, I know, I caught the tail, I caught the day after Father's Day, so I have to like, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, but what, what what's going on with? Yeah, oh, you got to fill me in on this because you know I don't pay attention to social. And you know, women do tea. I say men do beer. I don't really like to spill the beer or spill or spill the hand. I feel like that's real catty. But um, okay, apparently on Father's Day, which is crazy. Well, on Father's Day, um. It's former wife, uh, Kamora's ex-wife. Um, I don't know if it was a live. It had to be a live where she went on there kind of um, advocating, or it might have been her story, advocating and asking for 
him to uh, publicly leave her and the kids alone, saying that, you know, he's um, super powerful, has um, silently been tried to blackball her or could blackball her. Um, he is abusive verbally, um, even mentioned a hint at some of the things as allegations and how, like, people kind of always view him in this positive light, but he's like a monster behind scenes. Um, yeah, so that's when it started. And then I'm not sure. I feel like he maybe said something back, maybe not. But I know eventually his daughter, who I didn't know his daughter was this old. I want to, I think she just said she was graduating college, like finishing law school or about to mm-hmm. uh, enter law school. So I said, damn, time has really flown by, but that's neat to hear there. And she was kind of saying the same thing how, um, speaking to her dad kind of, um, trigger and like anxiety and she had panic attacks because of him and just kind of saying the same thing just like hey you know i we still by you when everything was going on even when i didn't know um i still was here you know room you on etc and that just asking to be left alone um and i just like damn you know to have all of this um not necessarily revealed but just kind of putting publishing it out on father's day i'm like that's crazy but not to um demean to say that they don't have the right to it i was just thinking like wow that is a tough way um for your sunday to go and then it just got me to thinking like man is there ever um kind of twofold one is there ever a time to not address uh beef or to not um speak your mind on a said person or a situation if they have wronged you. That's where I want to start. I mean, now, in the context of this conversation, right, with mm-hmm. Kamora and Russell, right, it's always been beef between them back and forth ever since they got divorced. And mind you, for the younger audience, you know, or the folks that don't really pay attention, Kamora and Russell got divorced in, like, what, the late 2000s, if I'm not mistaken? So, like, I want to say mid to late 2000s. I, wanna, I think it was, like, 06, 07, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and for those who don't know who the fuck we're talking about, uh, Kamora Lee Simmons is the wife of Russell Simmons. He created Baby Fat. She created... Now, he, she created Baby Fat. He created Fat Farm. Um, he's a, a... I think he's a, not necessarily a real estate tycoon, but he's definitely a business mogul. Um, and like him, if you know Reverend Run, that's his brother, essentially, right? Um, but but mo- also, I think he's uh, most notable for creating and blowing up Def Jam. Yeah, that too. Because I, you know, what I'm saying before the clothing and stuff, Def Jam is yeah. definitely like his like claim to like why he tapped in with urban audiences and why like we. If you ever been looking at the comments, why this is kind of like, yeah, but go ahead. So, yeah. So, but with this, um, in the text, in the context of this conversation, they slick have been beefing since then, right? Kamora and Russell have been going back and forth, like be it, um, passive aggressive, be it public, whatever. Like they have been had beef back and forth. Right. Um, so as far as like, her doing this, it don't shock me in the least. Like that's another day, right? In in the real in the real world, right? Um, but as far as like 
to your question as far as like, you know, is there a time limit in which you should address something or should you address people? No, you definitely should address people. But I do think that there is a time limit in which you do get to address people because some stuff is like, unless it's like a legal thing, like where statute of limitations exists. To me, if you still hold on to something that somebody did to you 20, 30 something years ago, come on now. Like at that point, that's an issue that you need to deal with. Now, as far as the kids, that's different because she was a child. She may not have had the place because black household may not have had the place to really speak on how she feel about felt about something until her mother gave her the platform or until she felt comfortable or confident enough to do so without facing backlash from either of her parents at that point. Right. Um, and I can speak on that personally just from like my own experience of having to tell one of my parents, you know, in the ugliest ways possible that you got me fucked up. Right. Um, and so, but it took me until I was 26 years old before I had that conversation. I've been at their house for seven years at that point, living on my own, stuff like that, gone to college and all of that. But I never felt like I was in a space to where I could say that without feeling like there was going to be some type of backlash. So it took me that long to say something. But like, no, if somebody's got you fucked up or, you know, you need to say something or address somebody on some bullshit, like you definitely need to do that. Like... I'm not saying that you have to do it immediately, but I know one thing that I was taught when I was an RA back in the, in undergrad uh, was the 48-hour rule. Like, you have 48 hours to handle a situation, and if you don't address it or have a conversation about it, then it's dead at that point. But mo some people may need more than 48 hours. Some people may need 48 days to, you know, say something. But the, the end-all, be-all is that you should definitely have that conversation if it's irritating you or bothering you that much because who knows that person may not even have may not even have known that it caused you an issue and even beyond that even if they did know that it caused you an issue some people don't know the depth in which it caused you an issue or it got you off your square or whatever until you open your mouth and vocalize and say something about it right um so yeah i honestly think like there is a a a time limited witch, but like if somebody got you fucked up by all means address them niggas on their shit like especially if you on the opposite end especially if you care about them like that like let's say if if, if one of us had an issue if i had an issue with either one of y'all y'all know for a fact i'm gonna come and address y'all on it not because oh i feel a type of way but because y'all are my brothers and i care for y'all and i'm like i need y'all to know hey this bothered me because of xyz because I want our relationship to keep growing and to have longevity to it, like, I can't sit here and harbor on some shit that y'all did to me back when we first met. And you sitting there like, so what the fuck? Why are we just now saying something about it now? That don't even make sense. So, yeah. I'm about to be ignorant. When are you not? I'm going to let ahead. you know. First yeah, of all, sir. first of all, to answer your question, only reason I feel like Okay, I always been the type of person like if it's a violation, cool. It's an on-site type thing. Okay? Obviously this nigga is in goddamn Bali, Mali, wherever the fuck he at. And we not even going to talk about what he ducking. So don't think I'm just taking his side. I'm just on her ass. Okay? Amen. You have a phone with you 24/7. There's 24 hours before Father's Day. 
there's 24 hours after Father's Day. But for some reason, it just seemed real fucking performative that yeah. on goddamn Father's Day, yeah. and real petty, you just want to throw this out here. Yeah. Now, at any point, you could have blasted it. First of all, I don't even like that rich folks love to tell us how they fucking business. But we're not oh, going to talk too much about that. We're not going to talk too much about that. And then get mad when people got a fucking opinion. But what I caught was, because I didn't catch the... So I caught a lot of this stuff backwards. So I I saw, starting with the Aoki stuff, where I just seen a video. I just seen a video. Oh, he laughing. Bullshit. I seen a video of Russell Simmons muted, yelling. This girl's... Bro, what? Huh? She recorded this man. This this how weird she is. She recorded him and wanted to show us how aggressive he is, but didn't want to put the context of what he was saying. I can tell you this. My mom has to- told me things that were correct in a very aggressive way. <laughs> she is also my she has also said things that maybe I ain't really vibe with in an aggressive way. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that she did that, but didn't give the, but didn't make a sound, but saying I was trying to protect my dad, I really no, you wasn't. What are you, what are you trying to show that you get yelled at? Okay, girl, and I don't get no fuck. All right, going back to this, if I don't see you because it's on site thing, right? If if this was an on site thing, like you, 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 I don't know. I found something out about you when I was like as an adult that happened later, some shit like, like to kind of get a little bit transparent, like me really personalized. And I talked to, I don't know if it was both of y'all, but I definitely talked to Martian about this where I had kind of came to the realization what my grandmother and my grandfather had did my grandmother. And I called, yo, tell me why I shouldn't go back to new Orleans, be the dog shit out of. And he was like, bro, you know, he talked me down and stuff like that, but like, but it's on site. But then, my grandmother passed, my, my paternal grandmother had passed, and my maternal grandfather was there and I seen him. And like before I could even like get my shit off, it was on some nah yeah, I fucked up. Like I ain't even I ain't even trying to I'm fucked up. I fucked up. And like just looking at it, you could just tell like he was trying to like you know what I mean? Like it's kind of bad. I never want to be in that position. I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm going to never want to be in that position. But anyways, back to the fuck shit. Yes, that was my grandmother, my paternal grandmother's funeral. But what I still slump, son? Yes. But you know what I didn't do? Post on Instagram how I was going to slump, son. I called privately my closest confidants and was like, should I do this? All right. Y'all got each other number. You can call him if you feel like you can't have a conversation. I don't know. Three ways somebody that you could. T- I don't know. But first, we should know that. But you petty for that. Do I feel like Kamara knew she was going to do that? Probably not. Do I feel like Kamara give a fuck that she did? No. You feel what I'm saying? Which pisses me off because he the reason why we even know y'all. And of course, and I, and I, I found some information out that. That I don't, I'm not I'm not sure if it's true or not, so I'm not gonna say too much um, about him helping 
her now husband and them yeah. during yeah. some time. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I heard about it. I don't know, you know, Joe Button like to call it cock sources. So I'm not gonna put that out just yet. But yeah, bro, that shit was bogus, man. That's fucking stupid. Like, if you would have did it the day after, I wouldn't even give a fuck. I kind of would have still cared because like why? Why are you telling us? But like, no, that shit dumb. Like, yes, there is a time. Like, if it's Thanksgiving, like, you could wait. You could wait till tomorrow. You know grandmother did this for all of us to come. She ain't seen all of us. We coming from all over the country. And you're going to use that time to you because you know once you fight, it's over with. Like, the shit's done. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's done. But that's when you're going to do it? That don't make sense, bro. That don't make It's bigger than you. And everything don't got to be your stage. Everything don't have to be your stage. So, nah, I'm not fucking with it. I'm not fucking with it. There is a time and place. Unless it's some, like I said, some violation shit. Nigga told my mama he was going to slap the dog shit out of her or something. My cousin said that to her or something. Oh, nah. I don't give a fuck. What's going on? You're going through the yams. So. I... I I understand. You you hinted at something. You said something earlier just talking about, you know, celebrities broadcasting it and publishing it and, and putting that out there. And I'm like, do you think um and I'm not even talking this case in general, but I'm just talking um yeah, broad scale. Do you think when celebrities do that, because oftentimes we hear, you know, social media that is, you know, their new marketing, that's how they get out there. Um, that is like they brand, that's like their business. So do you think when um, someone is showing or revealing a different side of themselves that's not um, what we're accustomed to, do you think that is somewhat a business move or do you think it's like sincere, genuine when celebrities, you know, just give you the quote unquote, the inside of what's going on in their life? You know, what do you normally think is the motive behind that? I don't know. I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, I know we're not talking about this because he ain't put it out himself. But I think when it comes to celebrities, like most of the time, it's either to build them up or break somebody else down, which then builds them up. Like if they in direct competition with somebody or something like that, like and it's with Fortune 500 companies and all that shit. I think that like, like they be having genuine times. Like if they on live or something like that, sure. But like the whole idea is to be personable. The more personable you are with people, the more they gonna champion you. You feel what I'm saying? And if you mess up, the more they might be able to kind of look the other way, or or he was only this age when this happened, and da 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 da. Because niggas really didn't get Cardi out of here for saying she drug niggas, but whatever. Um, because. Cause she niggas was everybody loved her so like, <laughs> Martian, you look confused. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. Like, I don't remember. You her. don't remember how she? Was, remember that? Oh, I remember that. She I thought he was trying to basically was saying like, oh, I guess when she was out out here, I don't know if she was selling box or not, but she would like drug niggas and get and rob them. Oh, so, I do remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how, You know why I, you yeah. forgot? You know why you forgot? I know, you know why I we forget? Un- un- undiagnosed ADHD is why I forgot. It don't matter. That girl went on to drop about four, five number ones after that shit, and it's ridiculous. But, 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 I just think everything is either to go up or to break somebody else down when it comes to them. Like honestly, like some of it be therapy because they be lonely. I feel like a lot some of the lives sometimes because you be like, bro, why is you saying this? All right, like, maybe they ain't got nobody to talk to. Maybe they don't. 
I will give them that probably the, the richer you get, the more probably paranoid you get as far as trusting people and trying to realize who genuine and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, like Ari Linux used to do that a lot. Just, just fucking get on live and go ape shit. And at this point, she got to kind of go back on shit. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It could be both, but I'm going to go with it's mostly on some, pl- I don't like publicity, but like it's, it's for a purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's been there. What you think, Marshall? Taking the celebrity out of the equation, right? Because celebrity status is literally that. It's just a status, right? It's just a re quote unquote celebrate you because of whatever the fuck you've done. You have notoriety because of whatever the fuck you've done, right? Taking that out of the equation, I think people only show you what they want you to see. Um, and that's not even just on social media, that's in real life. People literally only show you what they want you to see. There's some people who are, you know, the richest thing since I don't know, sliced bread, I don't know, since chocolate cake, sure. Um, and but you wouldn't know that they're dealing with an abusive spouse behind them closed doors or they are a terrible parent to their children or you know they scam and boosted that way to their notoriety or whatever like you literally wouldn't know that right and I don't think your celebrity status necessarily has anything to do with if you are putting on a show for other people right but what I will say is that their celebrity status does influence what you do put out to some extent but to the point that Meech just made as far as like, you know, with having social media now, anybody can have a platform and anybody can get out here and tell their business to the world. Like the fact that we know that the fact that we have knowledge and confirmable evidence that white people do not wash their ass. Why did we need to know that? Like that's some shit you could have kept behind your front door as I was talking growing up. Right. But also to Meech's point as far as like, you know, needing somebody to talk to because, again, as commonly said, once you climb that ladder, it's lonelier as you get to the top. But the thing is, it's like, in the case of like Kamora and Russell, what was the point of you doing this? Like, is, is Baby Fat like not profitable no more? Is Def Jam not profitable no more? Is like Do baby fat still even exists probably do i wouldn't be surprised there's some pregnant freshmen in high school keeping them in business but you know oh, bro <laughs> that, you know that's the, that is the staple uniform of pregnant i go tell you what pregnant teenager but go ahead <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying i grew up in the hood i'm just telling you what i know come with some team jordans too but anyways go ahead hey, okay look with the with the bubble coat that zipped up in the fur on the hood don't play with them now um, but all of it to say, like, you know, I, I think that people, people do things with the, with the intention, sometimes do with the intention of bringing attention to themselves, right? In this case, I think Kamora, I don't think Kamora thought that her child was going to do that. But at the same time, if that child has been with Kamora all this entire time, she can't she can't be shocked that that happened, right? Russell also can't be shocked that that happened because he did though did whatever he did to her for her to react in this way, right? Um and again, I 
I think also on top of that, there's a conversation of, you know, time and a place. There's also a conversation on, you know, when and how to address things and people. Um, when are you doing it for clout versus when it's being a real thing? But even at the same time, like, I don't even think like people need to be exposing like their family shit. Like, what do you need to explode? What do you need to tell other people about your business for? Now, maybe, maybe this is because of how I grew up again. I grew up in a keep your business behind your front door type shit. Um, and so if for me, I'm not going, going to go out and tell the world that folks in my family were homophobic or they were, you know, they beat and abused me and shit like that. Like, the only people that I'm realistically going to talk to about that is those people that's closest to me and my therapist. Like, I'm not going to get on live and be like, oh, this person over here did X, Y, and Z unless I was actually trying to ruin them or something. And yeah, but in, at, at the point, I can ruin you in other ways. I don't have to get on live and tell people how trash of a person you are because eventually it'll come out on its own and I won't even have to do anything. So that's yeah. what I was saying. Well, what I was saying, I don't know. What you think, bro? Um, I I believe that maybe because of the type of person I am, um, majority of times when celebrities or people in general like broadcast and put those things out there, it is um I won't say for show, um, but they want some type of confirmation, some type of affirmation, or in that measure, just some type of acknowledgement, um. I think because I'm even though I'm social, like I think a lot of aspects of my life I keep private. Um, and we have examples on all levels where you could be um a millionaire, billionaire like Beyonce and Jay-Z, and we love you and can adore you and know nothing about you at the same time. And I think um in that mindset of having that mindset, I just feel like I wouldn't want to broadcast anything that um can give the public ammo or can give anybody uh insight into what's going on in my house and in, in, in my life. Um that's why like I like what you said about having um a movie or you your life is has come with being a movie. You your life is a movie and you are only broadcasting or showing the positive things or you giving people insight into things that we shouldn't know about. You can't be mad when you get a certain type of audience or um just a certain type of energy because you know you put that out there when like we said before i think some things are best kept behind closed doors so you know it's interesting like all this it just when you deal with social media and we talk about branding and marketing it's almost like um yeah everybody's a character but it's almost like perception and, and reality you know um we all or at least in certain uh aspects of entertainment you are a character you're playing a character whether that's yourself whether that's um being an actor either way you are putting on a show put on the front because you want people to view this person in some type of light but when it goes too far and when if you portray this hood tight tight man man shoot him up and then you actually get treated like that in situations where we see them all in, in hip hop situations where people portray this and you, you go to court and it's not, you're not that person. Or you say you big bad and you get confronted in real life and get knocked out. Not saying nobody can get knocked out, but it's just when you start to go down that lane 
I think it's it's tough. It's always best to just be authentic and being yourself and standing who you are, whether the show's running, whether you with a thousand people, whether you just with one or two people. So I don't know, it, it's it's interesting to me, but that's a whole nother level as far as when you get to that level of entertainment and people start uh talking about being blackballed, because I always heard about it and I've had a feeling about what it means, but us, I feel like on, on this level, our black ball, our idea of it may be different. You know, when you up there playing with billions and millions, that could be your packages might not even get to your house. Yo, forget something as minor as that. Like I have the power to make sure your UPS, Amazon, I'm cool with Jeff Bezos. You may never get another package again. So that's, you know, petty. But in a sense, I'm like, I look at black ball on that level is completely different. So when you have a situation like this where a mom and daughter speaking out on it, it's some serious. Uh, the timing of it, I feel you meet, is kind of crazy. Um, I don't know if it's coincidental, but either way, um, it wasn't. It's it's super unfortunate, you know, super unfortunate to have to hear about this because, like, they both Kamora and Russ are legends in their own right, and uh, I don't know what it is just about our legends. I just start thinking back about our legends. They just start to age like really bad, not even physically, but just their legacies. And we look back on some of the shit they was doing. And it's just like, man, I hate for um, this to be out here like that. I hate for them to be going through it. And I hate for us to have to know about it. So, you know, all right, we're going to uh, transition on a little lighter note, you know, we have our um, scholastic part of the day, our um, hood essay <laughs> or ACP word of the day. Um, and oh, it's so, fellas, I'm going to give you a word. I then will ask you to uh, spell it and use that word in a sentence. And after, of course, I'll give you the definition and we can kind of judge and see who was um, closest. All right. Another week to embarrass myself. Anybody, any volunteers? Who went first last time? I did. I go first this time. Right. <laughs> Only to be fair. All right. Your word is asphyxiate. All right, bro. Asphyxiate. <laughs> <laughs> I think he hurts you, my <laughs> So, I'd like to also put on the record, y'all, I taught social studies. Spelling wasn't necessary in social studies. My kids used to ask me all the time, hey, Mr. Clark, how do you spell? I don't know. I'm not your English teacher. Ask Siri and or Google for the answer to that question. You see that red line when you type? Just right click (laughs) on it. Look, we can look at at many of my manuscripts, and there's plenty of those on there. Um, Asphyxiate or asphyxiate? That's an asphyxiate. I asked, uh, asphyxiate. There we go, because I was like, asphyxiate, I don't think that's the actual word. Uh, Asphyxiate. A-S-P-H-Y-X-I-A-T-E. Asphyxiate. Sentence. Sentence. Uh, In a sentence, um... I can't. I don't want to. Ooh, I don't want to use any sentence that's gonna require people. Uh, nah, go that's ahead. Not, that's speaking death over somebody. Uh, okay. Not I really. Not if you uh, do it right. 
No. So in an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, Squidward asphyxiated on a fork laughing at SpongeBob and Patrick. Gotcha. Because that actually did happen, if you know your SpongeBob. Gotcha. All right, Meech, um, your word is acquiescence. This nigga, bro. bro. Acquiescence? This shit rigged, bro. All right, all right, all right. right. This nigga said acquiescence. Oh, my God. Oh, I think I owe her about two dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm I know about two. She used to work by the can. Yeah, man. All right. Fuck. Oh, acquiesce. So I know how I know what it is to acquiesce to something. But do I know how to spell it? Fuck no. All right. That is a cute name though. I might get it as a middle name to one of my names. Yeah, is coming through. How would you spell it, Clark, if it was your middle name? <laughs> <laughs> he almost he almost had his ass. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I can acquiesce. tell you that in a minute. Hold on, let me figure that out. Wait, acquiesce. A. Hmm. U. U. I. Say the word again, because I want—I wanted to make sure I had the tense right. I want to make sure I had the tense right. Go ahead. Acquiescence. Yes, acquiescence. The noun version, not the uh, not the verb. Okay. Uh, A Q U I E N C E N C E. I don't fucking know. To use it in a word. Uh, he has. He has a really good ability to to be acquiescent to the request of others. All right. Um Martin, you um spelled asphyxiate correct and you use an and it's correct. Asphyxiate means to um kill someone by depriving them of air. Um meet um, um acquiescence you spelled wrong it's a c so you didn't have the c q u i e s c e n c e you put a n um in between that e and s so i went too far okay 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 wait so i got that spelled correctly like the entire word correctly entire word and using a sentence and your sentence was good uh meets the passive or unwillingly uh acceptance or submission so, point two goes and oh, bitch, two and oh, bitch, hey, two and oh, bitch. <laughs> All right, listen, this was gonna happen next time. Make sure we got the same amount of letters in our <laughs> or nah, syllables. That, nigga. <laughs> or syllable, nigga, you had all right, all right, all right, same it's amount not. of letters, bro. This nah, nigga had a man. eight letter word, I had a goddamn 14 letter word. No, nah, it's fun. Good shit, two and oh, you spell the word tone. What you mean? The word there's a word called tome. Spell it. Oh, tome, T O M E. Right. So four letters. Most people wouldn't even know how to spell that. They ain't got nothing to do with us. All right. That's, so, no, that does have a lot to do with it. <laughs> I got a lot of four letter words. So you right now, but we go. Okay. And, and GGS. 
GG's, you know what I'm saying? I'm on two right now. It's all good though. Long as them people know I ain't stupid, stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because I definitely thought I was about to embarrass the fuck out of myself. Oh, you was close. You was close. You made it a little bit longer than it needed to be, Paul. But, but was, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was close. Fuck with me. Fuck with me. But to answer your question, you asked me how would I spell it if it was if it was my daughter's middle name. So I would spell it A Q U I E S S E N C E acquiescence. Hmm. Throw some ones on my back. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that just give wild stripper vibes. But yeah, go ahead. That just Please. that just give wild stripper vibes. But, uh, Shout yeah, out to that. Travis Porter, man. That was a that was a time to be alive, bro. You yeah, wanna man. see some cash? I wanna see some ass. Look, Roscoe hey. Dash. We gotta get to a point where niggas niggas really slept on that time where like that was a time, boy. Atlanta was pumping out some fucking heat. <laughs> black boy, white boy. That black boy, white boy era. Come on, man. I don't like the the, the verb tense of was. You know, you need to be more particular you know we still are that that was a no y'all for sure no 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 no. don't get me wrong okay y'all niggas for sure would i mean i'll probably say since like i'm from the south so i'm probably gonna give y'all a longer run than most niggas would but like probably about 2000 to like that's a that's low-key a 23 uh, god damn i ain't gonna gonna give it up Niggas for sure. I know yeah, niggas in New right. York pulling a fucking hair out right now. But keep coming down here, man. Yeah, but nah, oh, niggas no. definitely. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. We're gonna um pause, take a quick intermission right here. And we're back. We're back. Appreciate y'all still hanging yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this next segment we like to call um kicking it or wrapping it with the homies. Um, I will give them two options, only two options, and um at that point each side has to um debate, approve, or make their case for that option. And after a quick little back and forth, we move on to the next. So it should be kind of like firing off different uh variety of scenarios, if you will. All right, so um on this first one, who wants to set the tone? Who wants to go first? I went first on the on the damn word, so I guess Let's I go, man. All right, so you um yeah. you can make the first choice. All right, so All right. the scenario is: Would you rather have a partner with a ugly laugh or a loud snore? Ugly laugh, ugly laugh. That's easy. That's easy. Easy money because an ugly laugh just gonna make me laugh. So even if some shit ain't funny, it's just shit, you know, my fucking ass going crazy. I don't know. I'm goofy. So ugly laugh. A loud snore can't do it. Can't. I'm a deep sleeper though, but I go to bed late. So if I don't beat your ass to like to the to sleep, if you first, I'm fucked. You know what I'm saying? So nah, no, 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 no. Ugly laugh. Ugly laugh all day. And yeah. I'm supposed to argue against that. Yes, sir. In favor of snoring, fuck that. I can't do that because <laughs> if I hear you snoring, I'm gonna knock the shit out of you. I'm gonna kick you out the bed. Like you gotta move, take that shit in the living room or something. Because no, I that's not your bed. position in this debate, sir. Uh, y'all never slept with a woman who had sleep apnea or or 
a voluptuous woman? You oh, about to hold on now? Why are you try to spin this narrative? I'm about to get him, get him, get him, Marcy, get him. So, get first his of ass. All, to the answer to that question, what you try to say about women? First and foremost, second of all, no, I haven't. Third of all, my pops had sleep apnea, and I would hear that nigga from two floors down. Snoring in the house, along with the TV on 100% volume. So, no, I can't sleep in the same room with you because I've been to stab you. Like, well, shut up. But I guess to uh, at least, I, I, I guess I could. I can't, I really can't even argue that. I can't even argue in favor for that. I guess if if I did sleep with you and you had and you snored like that, at least I know you were still breathing, you still alive. <laughs> That's all I can. That's the, if that's only the best barely. <laughs> only literally by the grace of God are you still breathing and, and alive at that point. Sure. All right. So we'll we'll get up at the meats. I see. Um. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Uh, set the tone. Which would you rather be more packed? Your wedding or your funeral? Oh. I'm at to say my funeral. Um, for me personally, I don't plan on getting married, so yeah. Um, but my funeral, I mean, I'm not gonna physically be there, so I couldn't care less if you niggas showed up or didn't. But I mean, if y'all did come through, I mean, my I plan on my funeral being being a lituation, like we having a kickback for my funeral, so. The more people that show up, the more fun we gonna have. So I would rather more people be there just as a comfort to those who were close to me, like it was real, real close to me. Um, I would rather more people be there because it's a it's a funner time type situation. Like I, I'm not trying to have no oh you niggas cry. Like I'm literally going to write it in the program. If I catch you crying in this bitch, I'm kicking you out. Ain't no crying in this motherfucker. We 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 like blunts. We smoking weed. We. we 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 drinking like uh, it is a function. That's after we leave the church, right? Because I definitely want to have that traditional piece. But after we leave it, it turn up, nigga. Ain't no, I'm I'm dead. What do y'all? What are you about crying what, for? I'm nigga dead. talking about what we doing, nigga. Lay your dead ass down. Let me tell like, you why. I don't give a fuck what my... y'all niggas is doing. I am in the casket. Actually, no, I'm not. I've already said, uh, uh, turn me into a weed plant. By that point, pull pull a bud out the tree, roll that hoe up, and let's go. Like, ain't no point of y'all sitting crying over me being dead. So yeah, I definitely want more people at the funeral than the wedding. I want my wedding packed because, first of all, he already proved it for me. I don't, you don't even get to enjoy this shit. You know what I'm saying? You got your mans came through with the fatties, the baddies with the fatties, and your ass laid stiff, dead cold, can't do shit. I mean, I want my wedding lit. I want my wedding full because it's one of those things where I get my roses while I can smell them hoes. Fuck all that. I want to be able to, you know, a, a reception going to be a lituation anyways. You feel me? Like, ain't going to be no, ain't going to be none of that. So I want my shit packed. I want to be able to dot my niggas up from all points of time in my life, see my family, shit like that. Like, I'd rather be packed. Yeah, it's going to cost probably more bread and I got to be here to worry about it. Well, he don't. But, for the time that's gonna I'm telling you it's gonna be an event. Uh you know, so I say personally wait, wait. hold on, you said you that I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Y'all do no. realize that my 
my view on death is completely different from a lot of people. They ain't got right? nothing to do with this. No, 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 no. About that shit. But here, this is why reason why I'm going to come back against that. It's not even necessarily that I won't be there because I'm always be there in spirit, right? Yeah, and in a, a wood. That that's ultimate transition, bitch. I don't have to deal with the fuckery of y'all having to clean that shit up neither. So there's that. <laughs> y'all the one that's got to pay for the venue and the weed and all the other stuff. I don't got to do shit. <laughs> I'm still there, but I don't have to do a goddamn thing. Y'all niggas just got to clean up. So yeah. <laughs> Personally, well, the bride and groom don't clean up anyways at the reception. I've known this because I've been on in, in bridal parties and shit like that. So with that saying don't mean shit to me. You feel me? If we really plugged, if we really do it traditionally, her dad paying for all that shit, and I'm just adding on whatever, if not, if we not doing it traditionally, cool, whatever. I want my shit lit. I want my shit packed. You can sit there and be in the wood all you want, I want to be alive and go crazy before I hop on that jet. Go to go to uh, my honeymoon. So, nah, that that funeral shit. That's I want to be able to enjoy it. That's Damn, tough. just knock my good time down, huh? It's tough. I man. mean, it's only for the points, bro. <laughs> that's tough. I mean, it's only for the fake internet points. I'm gonna slowly edge the wedding at the end. I'm gonna slowly edge the wedding at the end. I like okay. the last little shit talking points in. But now I, that I got my point, I'm definitely want my funeral pack though. Oh, I, I want a private wedding. I don't even want no fucking wedding like that. I go to the courthouse, but I still, I will still do a reception. But like, nah, man, I, I'm like you, bro. I like you. I want my niggas to have a good time in my honor and shit like that. I don't think I'm gonna be there, but like, you know what I mean. But I just wanted that internet point. Go ahead, bro. We so fake. Uh, oh, I was dead ass serious. He fake. I was dead the fuck serious. I, just, I have to do that. I had to do it. That's um, the trick. Go ahead, man. Would you rather um, free food for life or free gas for life? Oh shit! Because food about to be Hold just on. as much as gas. Question. Is the food prepared or is it like I got free groceries? What we this talking about? Lazy. It's your interpretation. Just free food. You don't okay. have no food you have to pay for. Alright. I'm going to go with gas. What? Well, it's not. And what kind of? Well, that also changes. No, no. I'm going to 89. It is on me. Oh, he wait, went oh, first. Oh. He, he said the funeral first. Nigga, yeah. I'm getting yeah. high yeah. quality petrol, 89 Pump my shit. I might let the homies get on. You feel me? That's a little side flip. Are you crazy? How much a gas? How much? All right, look, Dre. How much a gas cost to fill uh, up the tank? Uh, I got a V six. It probably cost me right now about a fifty five, sixty. Fifty five. I look. Thirty. You slide me to thirty right now. I get you right. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Well, hey, the only thing with that, only thing with that, I feel like no, I'm not gonna give him no, I'm not gonna give him no points. But yeah, I'm taking gas. You feel me? All day. Gotcha, Marcia. So again, it really depends on what you're talking about when you say food or gas, because you know my head immediately went to weed when you said that, and I'm definitely gonna take that for life. But at that point, oh, I can ruin myself. Petrol, so my that. nigga. But uh, fossil but, fuels, my nigga. God, <laughs> I'm just I just had to that's why I asked for clarification. <laughs> now, if we're talking about food, now regardless of if it's free groceries or somebody's already cooked and prepared, I'ma always take that simply because I'm a fat ass. I may be 
getting swole, but I'm a fat ass internally. Like I like to eat. Um, one of my like genuine life goals is to travel the world and like try food from every different country, you know? Um, because to me, the saying where it's like the, the quickest way to a man's heart is through his stomach. I mean, sure. But for me, like eating is an experience, right? Like how people get a, a feeling of, of, of dopamine or ecstasy from listening to music or from having sex or from reading a book or whatever the thing is that makes you, gives you a high. Like food gives me that high, right? Um, especially because I'm also to some extent a picky eater, but not really. Like, I, I I love to eat foods and I love to try stuff from everywhere. So it definitely would have to be food for me, especially if I don't have to pay for it neither. Hell yeah, sign me the fuck up. Cause nigga, I'm co- just like this nigga said, you know, slide me 30 for the gas. Nigga, I'm selling plates. The fuck? If I got the groceries or somebody, I'm flipping them plates like they fucking food stamps in the 90s, goddammit. Like, the yeah, that's fuck? a fact. That's a fact. we going to make a buck off it. Oh, I, will, uh, I will award this point to Martian simply because nigga, you charged me 30 and I said 55 and 60. This free. You could have kid the dub. You get you get profit every See, time. This so why we can't do shit for niggas. This why we can't do shit for niggas. Niggas always want the free. Niggas don't never want to see a black man come up. Don't support black business. If you, niggas, do, if you got eight homies and you get Twenty dollars from all of us. 20% of what you pay weekly. That's crazy, bro. But yeah, you charged me like a uh like a stranger on the street, so you had to take that in. <laughs> all right. Oh um, my god. Arson, this one is for you. Uh would you rather have no hands or no legs? I mean, she walk a flock of flame. I already told us what it's like when you ain't got no hands. Uh anyway. Um <laughs> Thank God for hip hop. Right. And we give glory and honor. Um, I'ma have to say no legs. Um, and what reason and why is because then other people can cater to me and I don't have to I'm gonna be like Mariah Carey, how she took a year off and she ain't walk nowhere and, and niggas had to carry her. I'm on that type of time. Like I I I I, I I could be fine without having no legs. I, I but not having hands, um I just don't see how that I'm sorry, I also let me not go there. <laughs> Leave it with this thing. So definitely no, no legs. No legs. Alright, so that mean I gotta go in no hands. Alright, look. I'm about to kill it in there real quick. When we say no legs, do we mean waist and below? Uh literally no legs. Like you ain't got to yami. Know like you cut off at the waist? Well, Yao Ming is intact. Fuck. That's my biggest. That was my biggest. <laughs> all right, if you Yao Ming intact. All right, all right. Look, bro. No, like, I lost. <laughs> I don't want no, no feet. Feet, nigga. What you? I mean, okay, you can't walk certain places, nigga. Like everything's wheelchair. Like everything wheelchair should be legally. You have to be wheelchair ready. You don't have to be wheelchair. You don't have to be ready for niggas with no arms. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You don't have to be like 
Every door don't have to be automatic. You know how you like you walk through and they open by themselves? That's not a legal requirement. You legally need certain ramps to access things and shit like that. You feel what I'm saying? We could really talk about it. If it's a parking spot, they didn't think about people with no arms. That is if true. If you ever notice, they the wheelchair person got the arms on the side of the wheelchair. They never think about people with no arms. And people with no driving, if you have you no could drive. I'm sure there's something out there where you could drive. All right? Get a Tesla. So, oh, brother. Oh, well, okay, big bank. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. So we are tied 2 2 um, because Meats conceded, obviously. So last question, last question. And Meats goes first. Um, either be the richest person in the world or the smartest person in the world. I think that's easy to me, but I'm going to say the smartest person in the world, because if you're the smartest person in the world, you're going to get rich. You could. I'm about to eight mile this motherfucker. You could say just because you <laughs> just because just because you gonna be rich you can get smart but you might not have a capacity but if I'm smart I'm gonna be 4PF all the time fuck you mean I like so that. I'm gonna go with smartest person smart, I'd rather be the smartest person cause I'm gonna get my bread I'm gonna figure out a way to, to grind gotcha Martian I'm gonna take a page out of Robert Greene's book, um, two of his books, one of them being The 48 Laws of Power and the other one being The Laws of Human Nature, where he spoke about, I wanna say it was Cornelius Vanderbilt. Um, was it Vanderbilt? No, it was Carnegie. One of them two, Vanderbilt or Carnegie, where he gave a story about how um, when either one of them were, let me back up, for those who don't know about Vanderbilt and Carnegie, they were, um, they were called robber barons, I'm going to my history of my social studies bag real quick. They were called Robert Barons and they were the people who were like the richest, like wealthiest people on the face of the planet at this point. So think of your, in today's terms, your Elon Musk, your Bill Gates, that was them of the 19th and 20th century, right? So either one of them in the book was talking about that they would rather have a, um, I would rather have the money because I can then employ people who are masters of their own craft and I can pay them to do the things that I don't know how to do or that I can't do myself. So that way I can still make money, but also put money in their pocket at the same time. So even if I'm not necessarily the smartest person in the world, I can always pay somebody around me to get the work done. And I can also pay somebody to teach me how to do it. So then that way I can still check up on the niggas who ain't doing it, make sure that they are doing it correctly. So I would rather be rich because then I could pay niggas and keep the economy flowing and shit like that. So that way I don't necessarily have to do the damn work. But what if niggas work. finessing you though? What if the smartest niggas start finessing you? Oh, trust like, me. We I, see that I, a lot. I can know. I can know if somebody's finessing me out of something because of one of how intuitive I am. But two, if I'm already paying you a grip for something, you are not going to fuck that up. I don't know. I'm just you, saying no, you are if you are working for me, you are not going to fuck that up. That's a guarantee. 
they not gonna fuck it up, but they gonna walk out that bitch. <laughs> they gonna walk out that bitch with, with their head held high. Around that hole. You can walk it. You can yeah. Your head gonna be held up high, and there's gonna be a bullet coming between that motherfucker between your ear, your earlobes at the same Murder. goddamn time. He's disqualified. Murderer. Murderer, yeah. he's disqualified. Get him out of here, Rico. I don't Rico.ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。ブリコ。
unprompted with the 100 meter dash. Yeah. And I'm 30. Like, this is not what life is supposed to be. Question, man. question. I got to ask, I, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. All right. Was the dog actually trying to fuck you up? You know, I don't know if dogs can speak English, so it wasn't a time to have that conversation. Of no, you don't have to have a conversation. You can tell when a dog try to fuck you up. Listen, was it just wagging its tail, or was that bitch like astute? It was no wag. It was a stare. Like you see how silent it got. That's literally what happened. It was just a stare and took off. And then when I hopped on top of the car, he stayed there. It wasn't like a. Uh, well, how long he stayed there? Um, if he had, stayed, he was trying to fuck you up. I ain't gonna I lie. I had to call somebody to pick me up. Uh, they oh no! Nah. Yeah, he stayed. He yeah. it wasn't no sign of him leaving. Like he stayed oh, there nah. <laughs> until oh, yeah. the car him came and picked me up. And then another. Did anybody car- see y'all big ass? Your big ass on the goddamn car? Not at all. Not how long was mind. you there for, bro? How long was you there for? We was on top of the car. Me and my dog on top of the car. Probably, probably about a good five to seven minutes. That's oh, a long ass. No, that's long. If you first of all on somebody's car, <laughs> not even a yeah. line back and tight end looking motherfucker just hop on it. But I cleared it though. I ain't gonna lie. That that adrenaline kicked in because yeah. the time but you I did cleared that shit like. We can hit the Kobe on that motherfucker. Yeah, we own this. Get on top of there, baby. We just go sit. Let me. Call okay, was you. she was she in tune with what was going on, um, or was she just she like was it? She because I just told her to be quiet. I was like, stop talking, just stop talking. Then she started asking questions about the dog. I said, shh, just don't don't say nothing. Just we in silence until I figure out whether or not this is a friend or foe. And yeah. literally took off, grabbed her. We got on top of the car. And then from there, she was just like, then she started asking questions like, well, you know, why are we up here, daddy? What is he doing? Like, why is he still right here? I said, look, baby, just sit sit here. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make a phone call. Let me get somebody to pull up. And then, you know, we got dropped off back at the house. So, yeah, Damn. fun times. Fun times. Damn, okay. 30, 30 years. That's why a nigga like me don't walk. But, but yeah. shout out to you for getting that son and being out there with your daughter and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... Yeah, man. I, I don't know, unprompted my nigga. Unprompted running. Never do that shit again. Oh my god, you got to give yeah. me a heads up. Like I need a a, a couple days in advance notice on when we gonna do some stretch on me. Yeah, some athletic shit, boy. I tell you, mentally um, proud. All right, so I want to um move us into our cries of outrage. I know. This is how we like to um, always end and conclude the show. Marcia, you had some things you wanted to get off your chest, so we're going to call one four flat, clear out, mm. call the Martian, and let us hear what you got to cook, young brother. Uh, all right. I got two of them, and I'm going to leave y'all alone. Um, the first one, one of them is personal, and the other one is not really. It's just a, a why type situation, right? So I'm going to start with the first one, which is personal. Um, so y'all know, as we've said on this, uh, on this peer program, that uh, I live in the Atlanta metro area. And uh, if there's one thing that is um, very niche, I ain't even going to say niche because this happens everywhere, 
but that particularly niche about the Atlanta metro area is that there is traffic at all times of the goddamn day. Um, even in the late midnight hours, there's still traffic in some spots of Atlanta. Why? Not a clue, right? Um, so technically now I have two and a half cries of outrage, but the half is going to go with this one. The first portion of my cry of outrage when it comes to Atlanta traffic is, one, the way that this shit is set up, right? Because for those that do live in Atlanta metro area, you know they've been working on 285 and 400 over in Sandy Springs and Dunwoody for the last, I don't know, 5,286 years, what it seems like. Um, and the more I go out there, because I do go out there regularly to go to the gym or whatever, I can see that they are doing something, right? There's change, right? Stuff is, is growing, stuff is happening. But what annoys the everlasting fuck out of me is that the same construction that they're doing there, they're doing something similar over on the east side of 285. Uh, near I-20 where they're widening the expressway and they're adding these extra lanes so it can cut down on congestion, right? So my first cry of outrage is to the whoever the city developer and planner is uh, because why the fuck weren't y'all thinking about this shit when you were merging 75 and 85 and 20 together in the middle of the goddamn city, right? Something about that just doesn't make sense to me when you have two major expressways that traverse the entire goddamn country, at least a third of the country, right? To meet in one central location in one of the busiest cities in the United States. Why didn't you think at some point in time we were going to need the same access lanes that you're putting in other spots of the city in the middle of downtown? The other portion of the cry of outrage is to the people who drive through the goddamn city. Because it is more than doable for traffic to flow at a consistent rate and pace to where we don't have to sit in traffic for 20 goddamn minutes at 10 o'clock in the morning after rush hour and when everybody should have been at work by now, right? And it's not that y'all can't do it, it's that y'all choose not to do it because I've seen it happen to where some days I'm literally able to get from the gym back to my house near the airport in 30 minutes. And some days it has taken me an hour and 10 minutes to get to the house because you Nick Knox can't drive for whatever the fuck reason, right? The second crowd outrage goes to the Nick Knox that can't drive, especially the ones that are from the state of Florida. <laughs> now, I don't give a hot nut fuck what Ron DeSantis is, was, or plans on doing in the state of Florida. But if y'all gonna move to Georgia or move to any other state, leave the reckless ass driving in the state that you're from. Please learn how to drive in some way, shape, form, or fashion similar to the city or to the people that you're getting ready to move to, right? Because then you become the cause of an issue. The reason why I bring this up is because I was on my way to go do laundry earlier. And uh, somebody's car had stopped like literally like right after the light. And so they were stalled literally in the street. Even though there's laws in Georgia that says move your shit out of the travel lanes. Like it's posted. Move your shit over. Right. Because that causes accidents. So everybody's trying to get over and get around this person, get from behind them, so that way they we can go on about our day. Why, when I'm trying to pull out somebody in a Ford Focus, an orange Ford Focus, almost T-boned my car, 
And what did they have? Florida tags. Again, I don't give a fuck what that nigga is doing in y'all state. And I get y'all are trying to free, uh, flee that shit and get the fuck from out of there. But take that reckless ass driving on somewhere. Nobody likes Florida as a stands, and y'all are making it worse for your people by coming to other people's states and not being able to drive like you got some goddamn sense. If you got your shit out the cracker jack box, take it back. If you don't know how to drive, stay your ass off the expressway. You save so much of us trouble, time, headache, and heartache, and insurance money. Because your stupid ass can't drive. Like, it's enough bullshit that's going on in the city of Atlanta every goddamn day. You don't need to add to the cause and add to the problem. That's crime outrage number one and a half. Crime outrage number two. Um, For those that also live in the Atlanta metro area, you probably have heard recently that they opened up a Chick-fil-A on punts. (laughs) My question is why? 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 For those people who are from Atlanta, who've lived in Atlanta, you know Ponce is the longest street in Atlanta, right? If you're not from Atlanta, think of the longest street in your city that goes from one side of the city to the other, and that is consistently busy, right? That's Ponce in Atlanta. They built the Chick-fil-A on Ponce, and if you have driven down Ponce in any any way, shape, form, or fashion, Ponce can go from a two-lane street to a six-lane street, you know, in any given time, right? Where they put said Chick-fil-A it is in one of the busiest portions of Atlanta and of Punts Avenue, where they're already doing construction and building apartments and high-rises and other shit around it. But if you also know about Chick-fil-A, I don't give a fuck what city, state, or town that you are from. Chick-fil-A's line is going to always wrap around a building and go out of a driveway. So why would you put a Chick-fil-A on the busiest street? Knowing that the traffic is going to interfere with the traffic that has already got to go down that same street for niggas to get to where they got to go. Whose idea was this? Like, why why are we not like you could have literally taken your Chick-fil-A and put it on a side street that's still off of fronts and you could have still made that shift. You could have put it in its own area that still got enough traffic flow to where it, it would make sense. But literally, you are about to add to the problem in Midtown Atlanta like it's already not a hell in a handbasket trying to get down it, motherfucker. So again, my second crime outrage is just wild. Like, I I, I need to, I, I really need a conversation with the people who are developing and planning these things because I don't think y'all are thinking about how some of this stuff comes into play. Now, the situation with, with downtown and 7585 conversion Every single person that runs the city in the goddamn state, bitch, you have to go on this shit to get the work every morning. So you know that shit's a problem. Why are we not fixing this? Just like you know that there is an insane amount of potholes in downtown Atlanta. You have to drive on this shit to get the work. Why are we not changing this? Like, I- I'm confused. Make Somebody come to the whiteboard and show your work. Make it make sense because it's not adding up over here, right? So, yeah, that's my forever outrage. I'm through. Cook, young man, Cook. He just let the motherfucking city have it and Florida. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. Me too. Oh, all right. Um, my cry of outrage. Um, it's something that kind of been on my mind. Uh, I just, 
I haven't got to experience it often enough, but I've experienced it or seen it before to like it to be a kind of a hit a nerve. Um, but uh, if you've noticed uh, in this past couple months, we've been getting more and more videos of graduation videos of people either being denied um, their diplomas, uh, you know, for breaking the rules, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Uh, I mean, that's what it is, right? I guess my cry of outrage goes to the rules. Um, if you've ever been uh, a part of a graduation or multiple graduations or went to graduation or multiple graduations, you know, they always make an announcement before they call the names that please hold your applause to the end. Now, here's where this falls apart. Most of the graduations I've been to or been a part of have been predominantly black. Okay. And if you know anything about us, we going to celebrate our peoples. All right. So what I think is that they should, it's a stupid rule. Okay. This is not, I don't know you, especially when it comes to high school graduation. With so many parents and just being a parent myself and knowing what all it takes to get a kid. And my kids, for the most part, are not knuckleheads. They're good kids. But as a teacher, you know, there's some knuckleheads that you didn't think they were going to get to that point. There were some points where it was like, bro, like, what are we going to do? And you know you sacrifice time and energy and effort to make sure they get to a certain point to where they could walk across that stage. Their parents have sacrificed the village has sacrificed time. So when it comes to that point to them for 10, 15 seconds to celebrate a huge undertaking, why are we going to steal it away in the name of quote unquote order? All right. Um, because, you know, most of the detractors against it is always like, well, it's going to slow down. If everybody do it, it's going to slow down the process. Well, if you ever went to a graduation, two things, you know, it's going to be long anyways. First of all, you probably going to have a key speaker that we ain't even want to hear. Firstly, they're going to say, especially in high school, it get a little bit more interesting based on the colleges, but especially in high school, it's going to be the same thing. We're going to be here. We're going to be here from the Valley of Victoria. And like, OK, we get it, bro. You're 18. Just like them, like whatever, like whatever you about to say in this speech, you probably could have told it to him in the hallway. But whatever. Um, And no offense to anybody who had a Valley Victorian speech, whatever. Cool, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but the key idea is when people sign up to go to graduations, they expect it to be long. OK, like especially if you go to a big school, like you just expect it to be long, bro. Um. Just let people enjoy this for their time. Like let people feel the culmination of the teamwork and team effort that it put in to get this child to this point in their life. All right. And they won't have it again. They won't have this time again. Some of these kids might never be on another stage again, whether it's through entertainment, education or anything like that. And that's fine. But somebody they may not be the center of attention for hundreds or thousands of people. Ever again, let them get their shit off. Some people 
might not even be here for this child that was there at that graduation. They might not be here the next year. You know what I'm saying? So if Granny there, let her get her shit up. There, let him get his shit. Like I don't, I don't see in the to deny a kid. They, 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 or anybody deny them that for what somebody else in the stand is doing is ridiculous. I'm, 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 I hate that. I hate. I hate it, and I'll be feeling like, especially when mm, I'm not going. But I hate it because I feel like it's fake bougie from some people. I feel like just being stuck up for no reason. We all about to go and go away in this class. We 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 technically won't see these kids again. Most of us will because you know we try to keep in touch. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and ideally, you won't see these kids again at this point. And again, they took the time. So please, like, save save the applause. No, save the bullshit. Like, save the rules for other stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into the whole how we celebrate as a people and, and all that stuff. And I'm not going to go into that because I know it's different than what they expect. We we just, our ancestry is not just sitting in rows and just golf clapping when somebody do something amazing. All right? We're not from that. So let them have their time. Like it's so annoying. And I've seen it on different levels as a brother, as somebody participating. Granted, I would never be the one that's going to start stanky legging, but I like it. I like the energy. Know, you, you know what I'm saying? Vibes though. I had to huh? You do give me stanky leg vibes though. Like a little at this age, but when I was, I'm really for real, for real. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody might hype me up, like, if somebody right behind me might hype me up, like, when you get your diploma, do blah blah blah, and I might, but like, nine times out of ten, I'm not. That's not even me for real. But I love the people that did because that was all my people's. We're not a monolith, but we also enjoy each other's energy and we feed off each other's energy. So for you to do that, it just screams power trip. It just screams like, I'm sorry. So please let them get their shit off. Let them get their shit off. Like, honestly, and if you want to scold them at the end, cool, whatever, but you're not. <laughs> so, you know, that's my cry of outrage. Let them, let them get their shit off. Like, I don't know what it is been this year. It's been really prevalent this year. I've just been seeing it on my timeline on different social media, like bombarding, even though it's like damn that July. But yeah, so that's my cry of outrage. Let them kids enjoy that one time they gonna be in that position at that moment. Hey man, you know my shit is always um I won't say light, but different. Um my shit uh I am so appreciative and glad um, that we have the celebration of Juneteenth. <laughs> However, my oh, outrage shit. is the um, performativeness of it and the um, appropriation of it. I, uh, i.e., like I just, I don't know. We just had it. It's our second year, but it just does not feel like ours. Um, I, a certain cities and certain places I've seen, like um, in Cali and Lamont Park, they did something big. I know um, Nashville, they always do something in North Nashville. And I think even down here, they did um, something in certain parts. But overall, it just feels like it's too much, um, I don't know, the secret intentions. And it's just not truly for us, bro. Like, um, it's no reason why I'm getting emails from uh 
Stock.com. Hey, happy Juneteenth. Look at this stock while you're at it. X, Y, and Z. Like, my nigga. Chill, bro. Like, this supposed to be for us. And, and yet it's still, you still trying to sell me something. So I just wish um more uh people who are not of the melanin persuasion or more entities and companies uh truly moved with uh better intentions. Like, don't be so blatant that you don't give a fuck about it. Like, oh, on June teeth you're gonna sell me red black and green ice cream Ah, uh, ha 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 like come on now we we are too blatant with the with the here here y'all go like damn take it take it so yeah i wish um it just felt a little bit more like ours you know what i'm saying like if i want to be honest single day mario felt more niggered out to me than juneteenth like everywhere i went i saw Facts. us in sombreros us salsa and like any spot we went to we was deep in there so you know just um give us our shit back and leave our traditions alone you know that's my uh cry outrage so with that so two things right another motherfucking thing that i that i thought about but to this and then i'm gonna go back to my uh, my uh, my official last cry outrage but y'all do realize the same thing happened with pride month right like what was this, maybe two, three years ago? The same way that they commodified the fuck out of Juneteenth, they commodified the fuck out of, of Pride Month the same way. Anytime, like, I don't know if y'all have paid attention, but, like, I noticed this on Twitter a few years ago. Like, as soon as June 1 hit, every corporation changed the handle yep. profile picture to something with the rainbow flag, right? But it's like, but y'all are not really fucking with the gays like that, like y'all, like, this is this this ain't giving what you think it is right um so it's like i need niggas to understand like it ain't this ain't even just a juneteenth thing it's like a niggas have to stop allowing people to commodify you know shit like that in general because all it is is a cash grab at the end of the day um but then my last motherfucking thing why the fuck is it 65 degrees in atlanta in the middle of june I don't understand it. I do understand it, and it's gonna sound very conspiracy theories. But uh, tell it's your senator and representative to stop fucking with the goddamn weather because it is the middle of spring and it it is officially summer now. Well, it's eighty one. I think it has to do with that storm that passed yesterday. Even still, when have you ever been through a storm and it has dropped the temperature like this drastically? From what I don't it know. It's eight, I'm June. sorry. It's eighty one. So. Um, I'm sorry. Like Nashville and Jones supposed to be in the fucking nineties. Atlanta and Jones supposed to be hot as hell. Yeah, it is. It feels literally like the middle of spring out here, and I'm literally sitting in a hoodie, and I'm trying to figure out why. Like, what is that? But again, conspiracy theory, quote unquote, but whatever. So yeah. Uh, with that being said, thank y'all for another episode of the Steady How Podcast. Dre, I don't know what the fuck y'all are, what, what what we got going out here, but you seem to be on a goddamn whirlwind today. <laughs> nah, yeah, good shit, man. And out once again, man, it's shot. Okay, Dre, you a fool. Hey, it's Martian. I will tell y'all to follow me, but you don't need to see what's on my social media. Not right now, Jesus. But you can follow me over at Sheikaval Trades on Instagram. Um, I got merch on SheikavalTrades.com. That's spelled C-H-E-I-K-H of all trades dot com and on instagram um find all the things i got a book out um we got this coming out i got another podcast coming out i got a lot a lot of stuff that's in the works right now but just go on over there find what you need it's over there 
And you know who it is. It's your boy Meats. Big Meats. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, you can follow me at Kid Meatsy on Instagram. Uh, Lord Mike Lowry on Twitter. I be really lurking. Don't look to see. I'm not a daily poster. I'm not. A, I'm probably a yearly poster. But like, if you want some support on your page and stuff, some likes or maybe you know some comments on your stories and shit, just you know, follow me. Uh, you know, I follow back and shit like that. So another good, another good one in the books. You heard. And with that being said, now we great. Nothing will holler.